video we are going to talk about tokens tokens are similar to cells in body like cells make the body the whole body right same as tokens make the programming languages now let's look at the tokens available there are six type of tokens the first one is keywords identifier constant strings operators and punctuators these are the six type of tokens now here we are going to see each of them individually now let's go ahead and see what is keyword is keywords are the reserved word or predefined words whose meaning is already known to the compiler. Each keyword performs a particular task. For example, there are integer, float, void, etc. Right? Integer is the full number, float is the decimal number, something like that. Now let's look at the next one. The next one is identifier. In C language, identifiers are the name given to the variables. Constant functions and user defined data. It's like name to call something. For example, we know that there are here we have keywords integer but we give the name for this keyword that's the identifier we give a b something like that now let's look at the next one next one is constants constants are those quantities whose values are fixed and cannot be changed for example we set integer a to a number five okay something like that now let's look at the next one next one is strings strings is in c programming language is actually a one-dimensional array of character which is terminated by a null character. It's basically group of letters. So here we have hello and uh, that is a string. Okay, here we have bunch of letters. The whole thing is a string. Now let's look at the next one. It's operators. An operator is a symbol that tells the compiler to per perform a specific mathematical or logical operation. Here we have addition, subtraction, and, and, etc. Okay. The next thing is punctuators. Punctuators separate two statements, like semicolon, describes the end of the statement. They are also known as delimiter or separators. Examples, we have these things. And these are the things about tokens. I hope you guys find this video helpful. See you next time, and don't forget to subscribe. And also, if you want to watch more videos on C programming, there are a bunch of videos in my playlist. I hope you guys watch the, those videos too. See you next time. Hey, what's going on guys? In this video, we are going to see how to do the pattern printing in C programming language. Here we are going to print this pattern. In pattern printing, the first thing is we, we had to pick up the logic. If you look at the logic here, as the row numbers increases, the stars increases. First row we have one star, second row we have two star, and it goes on like that, right? So we can, based on that, we can create a loop. And in pattern printing, we have to create the nested for loop. Now here we are going to see how to do that. Let's go ahead and create the program. Here first, uh, let's get rid of this one. So first I'm going to introduce character type of variable because the star asterisk is a character type of variable. So we have to put character and you can name it as anything you want I, I'm going to say print and uh, that is equivalent to an asterisk that is equivalent to an asterisk and a semicolon right here and then we are going to introduce integer rows and columns or you can name it as a b you can name it as anything you want right rows comma column and then semicolon and the next thing is we are going to put number of rows integer number of number of rows you can put any number you want let's start with five 
I'm going to print five rows of stars like that. Okay. The next thing is we are going to create the for loop. In the outer loop, we are going to set the rows. For loop in the outer loop, we are going to set the rows. Let's start with one. Rows row is equal to one, and then row is less than or less than or equal to less than or equal to number of rows because we have to stop when it reach 5 that's why we set the limit after that the next thing is we have to do the increment row plus plus okay and this is our outer loop and in the inner loop we have to introduce the column loop for the columns for or just let's just copy this same thing we copy this one and paste it right here and here instead of column we have to put i mean instead of row we just put column and for this one also we put column and when the column number is reach the row number for example for the first one we had to have when it reach one row at the same time we had to have one column right so it's going when it reach it has to go out of the loop that's why in first column we will have one i mean when we have one row we will have one star and it will go out of the loop and when it's two two star in that second column when it go again so it goes like that that's the logic behind it and here we put column plus plus column plus plus and then we have to give a printf statement in this printf statement we are going to just say printf percentage c percentage c and since we have introduced the name print for the this character so we put print right here and a semicolon and then here we have to put printf backslash n for the new line okay because each time when it comes out of the loop it's going to print one star and then we have to leave a line we have to go to the next line and print the second one right so that's why we put a backslash n right here now let's go ahead and run this one and see whether it works see we are getting the pattern this is the one we expected this is the one we wanted right so you can increase the number of rows you want to print as much as you want to do that we just have to set it to whatever the number you want for example if you want to print 10 rows of star you put 10, 10 and run this one and that's going to print like this 10 10 rows of star and also you can introduce like you can also get the input from the user and do the same thing in order to do that you you have to get rid of this number and introduce the number of rows like this and then here we have to give the printf statement so in the printf statement we have to ask the we have to give a prompt to the user otherwise user doesn't know what is we, what are we asking right so we have to give a prompt to the user in the prompt we are going to say okay hold on in the prompt in the prompt we are going to say enter the number of rows to be printed okay enter the enter the number of rows to be printed and a backslash n 
okay this is printf statement and to get the input from the user we have to give a scanf statement scanf and for that one we had to give percentage d because we are getting an integer from the user so we had to put percentage d and we had to store the percentage d in the number of rows because that's where we are going to say number of like how many number we want to print number of rows okay and since this is a variable if it's an array we don't have to put ampersand but if it's a variable we always have to put an ampersand in front of this like this and that's it now let's go ahead and run this one okay there's something wrong here i have to put a semicolon semicolon okay let's run we enter the numbers of rows to be printed let's put 11 okay it's printing 11 like this okay and that's how you do this kind of programming i mean those two i mean that's that's how we do this print pattern printing i hope you guys find this video helpful and uh, don't forget to subscribe there are a bunch of videos on c programming in my channel and i i have made a playlist on that i hope you guys watch that too and if you want to try this course it in my it's in my blogger i put it in the description so you can go ahead and pick up those pick up those quotes right and see you next time hey what's going on guys in this video we are going to see how to find the absolute value of a number in c programming language now these kind of things are useful when we have some program that asks the user to enter the birthday and current year and if the user enter incorrectly it's going to give a negative number right so he's going to have negative age but that's not possible so there's a program in i mean there's a thing in c programming that will change the negative number into positive number that's what we are going to look at now let's go ahead and create a same program like let's ask the user to enter the year one and year two and based on that we are going to give an output now let's go and create the program and the output is going to be absolute value even if it's negative it's going to give the positive value okay now in order to do that first i'm going to introduce integer type of variable let's call name it as year one for the first one second one let's call it year two and then also we are going to introduce integer h and there shouldn't be any space here okay i have to put a semicolon here and the next one is i'm going to give a printer statement let's give a printer statement first uh, i'm going to ask the user to this is going to be the prompt to the user enter a year okay and backslash n for the new line and a semicolon right here and also we have to put a scanf statement to get the input input from the user so we have to put a scanf and in the scanf we are going to put percentage d because this is an integer type of variable so we have to put percentage d and remember this is not an array whenever we have variable we have to put an ampersand to store the integer or whatever the type of variable so here we are storing the year one okay and we have to do this we have to do the same thing for year two okay let's copy and paste it here here we just try to put year two okay and also we have to create an equation to calculate the age or something like that here we are calculating the age because we created the equation for the age 
now let's go ahead and create an equation that calculates the age age is going to be equivalent to year one minus year two okay now i'm going to create another printf statement in this printf statement we are going to say we are going to just print the number printf percentage d for the integer type of variable and backslash n for the new line and the semicolon and after that now we are going to introduce the thing that makes the value if a, if the answer is negative it's going to turn that one into positive so that's going to be the absolute value so apps in order to find the absolute value we put abs this is the shortcut for absolute value and h and then semicolon right here and also i forgot to put a semicolon here okay let's continue here and printf i can just copy paste this one it's the same thing okay now let's go ahead and run this one and see what we get run okay enter here let's say uh, 1995 enter enter year 2011 okay so this is already possible like what is it one four it calculated 14 both should be in the same line okay let's see what's wrong here Okay, 1995 minus 2011. Okay, there's something wrong. Let me let me double check what I have done here. First, we enter year percentage D. Second year, year one minus year two. Sounds good. Percentage D. Oh, I forgot to put H here. Here we had to put H. Okay, now let's go ahead and run this one. So let's say 1995, uh, 2011. So, you know, enter a number. This is course under year one, year one minus year two. So we are subtracting a big number from a small number. So we are getting negative 16. Finally, the second one turned that one into a positive 16. And that's how absolute value work. And also there are some we can also use some terms for like power to calculate the power to calculate the square root now let's go ahead and look at those things so here you can try so many things it's going to give the like if it's negative it just turn into positive now let's see what happens if we have a positive for example if i put opposite uh, opposite way 2011 1995 it's positive it's going to give the positive again okay now we let's go ahead and see what is the thing for what is the shortcut i mean what is the coding coding for power and square root let's look at the power first first i'm going to put percentage f float type of variable or we can put integer type too right it doesn't matter let's put power here if i want to find for example let's say i want to calculate 5 power 3 so i put 5 comma 3 and it will calculate the power let's run this one 
5 power 3 is 125 right and also we can find out the square root of something if I want to find out square root I put sqrt here and square root of whatever the number let's say 164 or something right for this one it should be flawed because we are going to get some decimal numbers see 12.80 something like that and these are the some stuff on finding absolute value you can find powers you can find square root using these terms i hope you guys find this video helpful thanks for watching and there are a bunch of programming videos in my playlist i hope you guys watch that too and also if you want to try these codes in my this is in my blogger i put the link of my blogger in the description so you can go ahead and get those codes see you next time hey what's going on guys in this video we are going to see how to print random numbers in c programming language now these things are useful when you try to create a game for example dice roll game something like that you have to generate random numbers so we are going to see how to do that now let's go ahead let's go ahead and create the program for that first let's introduce the dice roll game as i mentioned before but it has to be printing within six digits right now let's see how to do that first I'm introducing integer type of variable integer i and then integer dice roll and I create a for loop for this set the initial to zero then set the limit you can limit within any number let's put 20 and uh, do the increment by one each time and inside of this loop we are going to give a printf statement put percentage d for integer and backslash n for the new line and we want to generate random numbers so we put random and a bracket rand and bracket and uh, this should be a rand and bracket and that's it now let's go ahead and let's run this one and see what we get now here you can see we we are expecting to get a number that within six but we don't have anything right like we have huge random numbers so we have to set this one to six so we, we have to create a formula that will only pr print numbers within six now let's see how to do that okay now if you think about this the reminder for example if you divide a number by 6 and uh, take the reminder that should be with the, like, that's going to be 5 right the maximum is going to be 5 and then we are going to add 1 to that and let's see the formula so here I put dice roll and the equation is here I put random And bracket percentage six for the reminder plus one and then semicolon and uh, here instead of random we put dice roll okay and let's get rid of this double bracket this is only for the random number generator 
and that's it okay here you can see i divide this one by six and the reminder we add one to that so it's going to generate random number we divide this one by six and then we take the reminder when you divide something by six and take the reminder the maximum reminder you can have is five okay and uh, it's going to just add one to that and that's the equation now let's go ahead and execute here you can see the number we are having is within six okay the maximum you can have is six and that's how we generate create this kind of games now i want to give you a challenge so let's say the user rolls three dice and it prints out their total to them and also like a dice a dice b plus dice c after it gets the sum the user is going to look at it and it's going to guess if the next roll is higher or lower or same if it's higher we we want the user to press h if it lower you the user to press l and if it's same we ask the user to press s and uh, based on the based on this one uh, when when it when they troll and give the final answer if it uh, like if, if the user selected correctly it's going to say you you got it right or you are correct congratulations you are correct and uh, you if if the user type something wrong you are wrong you suck something like that so i want you to create a code for that and if you can't create the, if you couldn't create that code you can go ahead and see in my blogger i post that code in my blogger so you can go ahead and try it and also don't forget to subscribe and also i mean there are a bunch of videos in my playlist in C programming. You can watch that too. And uh, if you want to try these codes, all of these codes are in my blogger. Or my previous codes also in previous video codes also in my blogger. So you can go ahead and try them out. Thanks for watching. Hey, what's going on guys? In this video, I am going to tell you where should you start if you are a beginner in programming, in programming any programming language. Because if you are trying to learn a programming, the first thing you have to know is the algorithm behind it, right? The best way to learn the algorithm is downloading this software. This, this is called Raptor. If you are using Windows, it's very easy to download and install. You can just Google it. It's going to pop up right there. You can just install it right over there. But if you are using Mac OS X, OS X uh, it's really hard. I found it really hard to install this one. I'm currently using my university computer to access raptor but there's a russian there was a russian guy in youtube showing me showing everyone how to do that i follow that one but i couldn't get get to the final end right but you can watch that video you can just write uh, how to install raptor for os os x i mean os x it's going to pop up over there but i couldn't get it because he's also talking in russian language so i couldn't i couldn't get it but I, I am accessing that one from the University of Windsor software, but it's really helpful. Like this is a flowchart. You don't have to know about any coding. You, go, you, you just have to know the algorithm behind it and what is the input, what is the output. It's going to just run it for you. Like you, I'm going to make videos on that. You will see my future videos on Raptors, few, few Raptors. Go ahead and check it. By the time you are seeing this video, I will be having those videos on Raptors. And uh, I hope this helps. Thanks for watching and don't forget to subscribe. 
and also if you are trying to learn C or C++ programming there are a bunch of videos on that in my playlist go ahead and try them and thanks for watching see you next time hey what's going on guys in this video we are going to write a program that will find out a best player in a game now i used to i used to play dota 2 game there's a forum called dota 2 betting forum we bet for higher like higher professional game players in that one what we do is we bet uh, for each player like people bet for players whoever get the most kills is going to be the best player and whoever bet who he is going to be the one who is going to get higher kills is going to get the money right so it goes like that so there's a program we can do that will decide that will find out for it. like in order to find out the best player what we do is we take the history he we look at the previous place the players played and compare who got the most kills in the previous place right so based on that we can decide for the future place so let's see a program that will find out who is the best player from the previous place now in order to do that first i'm going to introduce an integer type of variable integer and i and integer let's introduce players player and uh, i'm going to put it in an array we are going to create some parallel arrays in this parallel arrays okay in this parallel arrays we put equal and player let's say 58 66 68 and 71 and 87 this is one of the parallel array and the next one we are going to create an integer type of variable for kills so we are going to count the kills of the players kills we are going to create another parallel array for this this is equivalent to let's put some higher values like 2600 comma 3900 comma 2500 2900 3100 okay now i'm going to create another one for the games played number of games played integer games played and here we are going to put some numbers let's put 30 another 30 28 and 30 26 okay and in the next one we are going to create a float for kills per game 5 okay float best mm -hmm. let's put float mm. best kills per game best best kills per game let's start with 0, 0.0 
and then we are going to find out the best player at the end best player okay now first we have to create a for loop for this for loop we are comparing five players so for loop start from zero i is equal to zero and we set a limit i is less than five because it goes zero one two three four so if it's if you start from zero four is the five right because zero one two three four okay now we have to do the increment each time i plus plus and then kill per i'm going to create an equation kill per game is equivalent to kills divided by games played games played okay now it's always good to typecast this one we are going to typecast it into float because we have mixed up integer and float together so if we typecast into float even if it's a decimal point it's going to give us the value of the value of the decimal point so here we typecast float and also here also we we have to typecast float and then the next one is printf statement printf in this printf statement we are going to put percentage d percentage d backslash t for tab and then another let's put three percentage d let's copy this one three times okay so percentage d so first uh, percentage d and also we are going to put kills per game as a float so in order to do that we have to put percentage let's put it for two decimal points so 0.2f 0.2f okay now let's go ahead and see what is the first percentage d but all the percentage d's are for integers i hope you know that okay okay here we type player player i and the second one is going to be kills and games played <coughs> and then kills per game last okay and also since this is an internet thing we don't have to put return zero but i'm going to just put it anyway return zero here okay let's re let's execute and see what we get something wrong here printf percentage d mm, i had to put it in a semicolon i mean this one quad mark and let's put a backslash in also okay let's go ahead and execute okay mm. 
okay one is extra here let's get rid of this one okay so first first one printing the players 58 66 68 71 87 these are players and then kills 58 got 2600 kills and other one got this one this much this much and games played the first player played 30 games second players played this much games and kills per game so it's calculating kiss kills per game in each each thing right but i also want to create another one that will automatically select the player and also give printed it on the screen so in order to do that let's put an if statement <coughs> if statement and kills per game i and uh, it's going to compare the kills per game of the each players so best kills per game best kills per game kills per game is equal to kpg kills per game and best player is equal to player i okay now finally we have to print so let's i have to write it in the second after second curly bracket okay, printf statement backslash n the best player the best player is percentage d backslash n and uh, it's going to print out the best player now before we go and print this one let's decide who is going to be the best player the best player is going to be the highest kills per game and we know that the last one is a kills per game so from this one if you compare this one this 130 is the highest kills per game the player is 66 right so it should print 66 let's execute this one okay the best player is 66 see and that's how we create a game that will find out the best player for us i hope you guys find this video helpful and also if you want to see these codes it's in my blog where i put the link in the description so you can go ahead and copy these codes and also there are a bunch of codes like i have made a bunch of videos on c programming you can find all those codes in my blogger and also don't forget to subscribe see you next time